Thank you, Esther. Um, I would love it if um, the children can come and join me at the front and some of our young people if you want to as well. There's not a lot of younger children here, so it would be nice to have a few extras. <laughs> They're taking their time. It's all right. We'll wait. So I hope everyone has had a lovely summer holiday. It's great to see you all back. Um, I know this week marks the return to school and things like that for a lot of people. Um, so this morning, we're going to be thinking about three things. Could I have the first slide up, please, Moses? Um, this morning, we're going to be thinking about these three things. We're going to be thinking about home, hands, and heart. And I've got some actions we're going to do. Danette's got it already. You can help me if you want. So we're going we're gonna to do this for home, make it really easy. And then we're going to do our little, little heart hands as well for heart. You can do your whole hand if you want. Um, and then we're going to do this for hands, okay? And we're going to be repeating those at various points during the service. So what are we doing for home? Everyone show me. Great. What are we doing for heart? Lovely. What are we doing for hands? Fantastic. So we're going to start off with home. Let me see your home action. We're going to start off with home. We are going to start off with a quiz. Sorry, I realized that I wasn't talking to the microphone, but it's, it's the teacher thing. I can just just do it anyway. Um, we're going to start with a quiz, and our quiz is about uh, famous or fictional, famous people or fictional characters um, whose homes we might recognize. So for the first, can we have the first slide up for that? Uh, so I've got two homes here. Who lives or lived in these places? Anyone got an idea? You can put a hand up if you know. Seth knows one. Shout it. Yeah, so we've got the cupboard under the stairs on the right. That's where Harry Potter lived. And Toby's got one. Can you shout it loud? King Charles and Queen Camilla. Oh, fantastic. Well done. So we've got Buckingham Palace, which, to be, to be honest, let's, let's be, um, yeah, I did look this up. And actually, he doesn't live there right now. Apparently, he doesn't want to live there. But I think he's going to. They're just doing some, like, renovations or whatever. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the, ho the previous home of the Queen and now the home of the King. Next slide, please. Uh, so you might have to be a certain age to recognize one of these. I know Graham knows it. You don't need to sing. <laughs> you don't need to sing or rap because that's a bit cheesy. Tell us the answer there. Yeah, so the first one is the Fresh Prince of Bella. Um, doesn't live there anymore, obviously. It was just fictional. Um, second one, Destiny. Yeah, who lives there, though? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Boris hasn't lived there for a while. Um, okay, next one. There's two more. Now, these, we might get interesting answers for, for the second one. The first one. First one. Who knows the first one? Conrad, do you know who lives there? It is. It is. But who, who lives at St. John's Church? <laughs> I mean, some of the small children might think that. But he doesn't. God. Yeah, so God's house, God's home, and also our home as a church family. Um, the first one. Who knows the first one? Chloe. 
Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's the White House. Yeah. Yeah. So President of the United States, Joe Biden, currently lives there. Okay. That is the end of the quiz. Let's move on. Can I have the, can I have the next slide up, please? Actually, no, not. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So we're thinking about home. And uh, today we are thinking about a story uh, where Jesus was with a family. So uh, in that, this, the Bible story we heard just now, it might be very familiar. Uh, we find Jesus visiting two sisters in their home. And their names were Mary and Martha. Now, when Jesus started his ministry, he didn't really have a home of his own. He spent a lot of time traveling, visiting different towns and villages. And in every place Jesus went, there were those who welcomed him and gathered to listen to him. And he was extremely popular and people crowded around him. However, not everyone welcomed Jesus. So in Luke chapter 9, we read, the disciples went into a town in Samaria to make everything ready for Jesus. But the people there would not welcome him because he was going towards Jerusalem. So at times like these, Jesus had to move on, looking for a safe place to rest and stay, and looking for someone who would welcome him into their home. Mary and Martha did just that. They opened the door to Jesus, and they invited him in. I wonder who you welcome into your home. Does anyone want to tell me about anyone they welcome into their home? Destiny, who do you welcome? Family and friends, yeah? Anyone else? Anything else? That's kind of, kind of the main one. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a moment. Yeah. So you might welcome uh, family and friends. Now, we can't physically open our homes to Jesus. Like, we can't physically invite him in as a human being to have him come and eat. But we can still make Jesus welcome by his spirit in our homes. So I wonder what it might look like to make Jesus welcome in our homes. Has anyone got any ideas about what you could do? to make Jesus welcome in your home. Shout it loud, Joy. Pray, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Put gospel music on your TV to the highest volume. Okay, interesting, yeah? Yeah, you can worship in your home, definitely. It's a good one, Will's got one, shout it, Will. Read the Bible. Yeah. With, with who? Yeah. So welcoming, actually welcoming people to our homes is part of how we can welcome Jesus into our homes as well. So it might also mean um, when we say sorry, when we get angry with somebody, it might mean being more helpful to one another. It might mean inviting strangers or reading the Bible together as a family. So we can make Jesus welcome when we invite him to be our friend and share all of our lives with, with him. And there's a verse at the end of the Bible in Revelation chapter 3, which says this. Can I have the next slide up, please, Moses? It says, um, Jesus says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he will eat with me. So Jesus promises people that if they open the door of their lives, and invite him in, he will come in and be at home with them. So it's not even just about our physical homes, it's about Jesus making himself at home with us. So in our, in our house, when we eat dinner at home, uh, my husband often prays, come and eat with us, or we invite you to come and eat with us. Now obviously Jesus is not physically present, sitting next to us eating dinner, but we're saying, come and be present with us, 
be part of our conversations and our time together. So home is where we live, but most of us have other places where we spend our time, such as school and work. And as a new school year begins, God wants to be invited into every part of our lives so that wherever we are, whatever we are doing, we're not on our own because God is right beside us. We need to welcome Jesus into the whole of our lives, not just our homes. So that mean, might mean things like choosing to do the right thing, knowing that by his spirit, he's right there with you when you're in the classroom, when you're in the dining room, on the sports field, in the playground, walking home with friends. It might mean looking out for others and stopping to lend a hand, as he would have done. Or it might mean getting together with um, other Christian friends to explore the Bible, to pray for each other, and to think of what you can do to tell others in your school about Jesus. So our first thing that we've been thinking about is home. Can everyone show me your home action? Brilliant. Next, we are going to move on to think about our hands. Can I have the next slide up, please? Thank you. Can everyone show me the action of hands? Fantastic. So every day, we do lots of things. We're all very busy. And Martha's day was very, very busy. When visitors came, there was a lot to do. In a country where there was, and a time where there was no electric cookers, food processors, dishwashers, all the things that help us get things done easily and quickly. Everything had to be done by hand. And Martha had willing hands. She got on with what needed to be done, busily getting everything ready for Jesus and his friends. Martha was distracted by all of the preparations. In other words, she was so caught up in the busyness of getting ready that she missed out on spending time with Jesus, the most important guest. We can still use our hands to share God's love with the world, but we need to be careful not to get busy, so busy that we miss out on being with Jesus. So that was our hands action. We're going to come back to hands again at the end because it kind of links together with everything else. Um, and our next one is heart. Can everyone show me the heart action? Great. So for Mary, it wasn't so much about her hands that day. It was her heart. For her, she wanted to sit and listen to Jesus, enjoying his company. But this made Martha angry. Like imagine, so those of you who have siblings, right? Imagine you had visitors to your house and you were the one that was helping your parents out, doing all the stuff, you know, helping prepare the food or helping um, wash dishes or helping set the table or helping clear up. And your other siblings were just sitting there, just chatting to the guests. Does that happen? It's happened in, our, in my family before. I definitely remember that. My older brother seemed to think that because I was a girl, I should do everything and he should do nothing. But, you know, I think he's, he's learned his lesson now. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. His wife has taught him that one. Um, but Martha, uh, not, yeah, Martha was angry. So she said to Jesus, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work? And I'm sure some of us know how that feels. So if you didn't know the end of the story, I wonder what you think Jesus might have done or said next. So um, some children were asked this question, and here are some of the answers. One of them said, Jesus would have, have joined Martha in helping to cook the dinner. So maybe Jesus wouldn't have like, been sitting there just chatting. He might have just joined in and helped out. You never know. Um, and another thought that it wasn't that unfair because Martha's time to listen to Jesus would come when Mary was doing the washing up. 
which, you know, I get that. <laughs> That's probably how it would work in my house anyway. Um, Jesus' answer to Martha took her by surprise. Jesus didn't turn to Mary and tell her to help her sister. He didn't say, oh, actually, yeah, you're being a bit unfair here. You should go and help, help out. Instead, he had something to say to Martha. He recognized that she was upset, so first he spoke to her kindly. He said, Martha, Martha. But then he taught her something too. He taught her that only one thing is important and that Mary had chosen the right thing. So I wonder what Martha's reaction could have been to that. She might have been a bit surprised. She might have thought, what? I thought he was going to tell her to come and help me, but he didn't. So in Jesus' time, sitting at someone's feet meant to be their student. Mary was listening and learning. Jesus wanted Martha to discover what Mary had discovered, that listening to Jesus, focusing on him, learning from him, and spending time with him were very important. So, we've talked about our hands and we've talked about our heart. Now, it's, you, it's, it's good to use our hands. Can you show me your hand action? It's good to use our hands. Uh, for Jesus. So we could do things like making our beds every day, helping around the house, tidying up at home. And at school, we can use our hands to look out for others, to do our best, to act responsibly. And in our local communities, we can help those who are in need. But we can do all these things and miss out on the important thing, which is to put Jesus at the heart of our lives. So Martha was so busy, she almost missed out on something really special, and that was individual time with her best friend, Jesus. So when friends come to visit and we get ready for them coming, we should also stop and listen to them. They might be a bit offended if we just spent our whole time being busy and not really listening to them. So we need to take time to be alone with our friend, Jesus. So at the beginning, we talked about home. Can everyone show me home? When we have invited Jesus into the whole of our lives, we can show our love for him with our hands. Can you show me your hand action? But also with our hearts. The Bible talks a lot about love. And when we love Jesus with our whole hearts and learn from him, that changes our actions. The Bible says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what we say and do reflects what's in our hearts. And if our hearts are focused on Jesus and on loving him, then the things we say and do will reflect that. So Mary and Martha were both friends of Jesus, showing their love for him in different ways. Being active and hardworking, serving others like Martha is important. However, we also need to choose the thing that Mary chose, the most important thing. Hands and heart are both important, but it all comes from the heart. So let's just have a quick reminder as we finish of what we've been learning about and how they all connect together. So the first one we did was home. Anyone show me home? So first, we invite Jesus into our homes. We invite Jesus into our lives, into every part of our lives, remembering he is with us wherever we go. And that includes when we go back to school, if we're going to a new school, college, anything like that. Then we talked about heart. Can you show me your hearts? Great. So second, as we spend time with Jesus, we learn to love him more and more. And we learn about who he is, what he has done, and how he wants us to live. And then finally, hands. 
Show me your hand action. The love we have for Jesus then changes the way we act, the things that we say and do. We use our hands and our actions to share Jesus' love with the world. So we're going to have our prayers now, and Caleb is going to come and lead us.